This is the truth about Aptos. This is a brand new, super hyped up project that you need to know about. Welcome to the Beanpod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of the Beanpod is sponsored by KyberSwap. KyberSwap is a DEX and DEX aggregator, which is built to facilitate all your DeFi needs in one single platform. Fast, cheap, and safe. User experience is KyberSwap's sole focus to make everyone's life better in DeFi. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be revealing the truth about Aptos. Aptos. What is it? You probably haven't heard of it because it was launched in the depth of the crypto bear market. And there is some interesting technology behind it. There's, uh, there's a lot of rumblings on Twitter as it pertained to the white paper, the tokenomics, mm. was it the venture capital pump and dump? You know, so we're going to dive into it and see, you know, is this a project worth investing in or should we just put on our watch list for later? Exactly. So yeah, you're right. It was a very hyped up launch, probably the one of the most hyped up uh, launches of 2022, but it did get kind of washed away by the troubles of the bear market. It was launched in October, right before the FDX crash. So, mm. you know, once that happens, no one gives a shit about anything that, right, that happened before it. And it was kind of linked to the crash because Aptos was another SBF Alameda funded token. Mm-hmm. So again, it's like, despite how good the technology may be, which we'll get into later in the episode, people see that connection and they're like, oh, I'll just avoid this. The thing about Aptos is the fact that the really kind of grinding my gears a little bit was how there's so many amazing projects out there. And then Aptos just came out of nowhere and had this massive market cap. It was like, what? You know, like how, how does it just come out of thin air with no real buildup and all of a sudden have like a $5 billion market cap? Yeah. I mean, it's because it's backed by all the biggest VCs, which are pump inflating the valuation massively. So you have FTX Ventures, of course, you have Coinbase, Binance, Anderson Horowitz, all the top crypto and non-crypto VC companies. They're all behind Aptos. So that's, first of all, a bit of a red flag. Because you know that they like to pump and dump things that they better they do it better than anyone. That's right? one thing we've I think we've re, we've really learned over the year um, through this bear market is venture capitalists and you know it can be somewhat seen as a red flag because you know that they're just in it for the quick gains uh, and not necessarily there for the long haul. Um, so uh, you know I, venture capitalism is good because you are able to receive funds, but I think it's just also something you need to be weary of as well. For sure. So right now, Aptos is sitting, it's the, it's the number 60 ranked coin. It has a $450 million market cap or $5.5 billion fully diluted, right? Because there's only 13% of tokens in circulation because it's still early days. And it was founded in 2021. This is kind of the key part by former Meta employees. Mm. Uh, this Mo, Mo Shake and Avery Ching. Mo Shake, he's an interesting looking dude. Um, <laughs> so they both worked on Meta's failed crypto project, DM. Mm-hmm. So this kind of, I think it's a good segue to get into kind of the technology and, and how it is interesting because they've previously worked on blockchain and crypto technology that was literally designed for a platform that has 2 billion people on it. So they know about sc- the importance of scalability and the ability to bring people on for mass adoption very quickly and seamlessly. And I feel like that's kind of the mission of Aptos, speed, scalability, ease of use, kind of like Solana 2.0. Yeah, so obviously things didn't pan out with the Facebook Libra at the time, uh, which is in 
late 2021. So they moved into Aptos. Uh, so Aptos is a layer one blockchain. You know, we cover a lot of layer ones and layer ones that, you know, they're all trying to build out some something. And we're, as we're noticing, each layer one is kind of niching into a, a segment. Like we kind of figured out that near might be maybe going towards like uh, Web3 gaming. Yeah. So what Aptos is trying, Aptos seems to be trying to do everything right now. They're looking to bring Web3 to the masses and they're trying to make it look, they're trying to make it happen easily. What I noticed about Aptos is the fact that it's future proof. So what one of the things that we love about Casper so much is the fact that, you know, as enterprises look to come and build and move into Web3, you know, let's say you're a traditional Web2 based owner of a business and you hear these scary words about crypto and you're seeing collapses, et cetera. You want to be able to ensure that your business will survive and thrive moving forward as the technology changes. So Aptos has something similar to Casper, which is future-proof contract. So, which means that it can be upgraded uh, as the technology changes. And I found that kind of interesting about Aptos. Yeah, we like that a lot because, you know, again, when you're looking at enterprises coming in, they have to be able to change the smart contracts on the go, much like Facebook would have to change their crypto on the go as, you know, Billions of people flood, flood into it. So I feel like they got it from there. Um, they also, an interesting part about their technology, they have an innovation called parallel processing and it's all about scalability. Mm. So it allows multiple transactions to be processed simultaneously in contrast to most tra- traditional blockchains, which process them one by one. So in theory, it will allow the Aptos blockchain to have unlimited scalability because each node independently processes a different batch of transactions so the more nodes there are, like the more people getting onto the blockchain, the more scalable it gets. So it's, in theory, infinite scalability. However, in practice so far, I think it's, it claims it can, it can do up to, you know... 160. 160,000 transactions per second. But what's that right now? I don't know. Eight. Eight? <laughs> Eight. Eight. So, yeah, I mean, just, so just for, um, for re- relative, for comparison speaking, ETH 2.0... Uh, is it, it improved ETH from 12 transactions per second up to, in theory, 100,000. Mm. Bitcoin sits at seven transactions per second. So Aptos says it can do more than ETH 2.0, but in reality, it's kind of stuck where Bitcoin is right now. Yeah, It's still early days, but not the best launch. I think Hedera is easily doing something like 27,000 or 2,700 or so right now. Right. So being at eight, I mean, it is interesting, the fact that all the, pro- all the transactions are, are processed... Uh, simultaneously and then validated thereafter and then any of the mistakes can be reorganized and sent back etc versus you know like you said the one by one something else i wanted to highlight too about the technology consensus mechanism Mm. um you know it uses something known as proof of authority uh versus it's like a, a a variation of proof of stake so here's the difference so here's how i'm kind of trying to piece all this together as you know i like to do yep (laughs) um Aptos is aimed at governments and enterprises. With proof of stake, the consensus algorithm validating the nodes are, ch- are chosen based off of how much of the crypto that you hold. Yep. Right? You're how, how much is staked? Yep. And then whoever is holding the most kind of gets rewarded first, et cetera. With proof of authority, it's based off of reputation or identities that are trusted. Right. So this is obviously not a very decentralized platform because if you're aimed at enterprises and governments and it's proof of authority, which means that the people who are making the validations are hand, are selected, certain authorities are going to have precedence over others just by appointing. So 
which one is better? Mm. Somebody who holds a larger amount of the, of the coins that are staked, or is it somebody who is being selected to make the... Right. Yeah, who was the other project that... We talked about another project recently that was proof of authority, because mm. this concept is very familiar to me. I can't remember who it was. It was maybe... Was it Oasis Network? Or... It was some other one that we... Maybe if you know in the comments, let us know, because there was another project that we talked about that was proof of authority. I can't remember who it was, but it's an interesting concept for sure. Mm. Um, I mean, yeah, like I think one of the themes for new layer ones coming out during the VeChain. VeChain, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, we did truth about VeChain, right? Yeah. Um, so for, for new layer ones that are coming out during the bear market, and we've talked about this a lot, a lot of the new narratives and projects that are going to have the largest gains in the next bull market are the ones that are launched semi-quietly in the bear market because they do have new technology. It's like, you know, would you invest in an old school blockchain like, you know, Litecoin, whereas Aptos, even though... You know, as, as we will get into, there was some kind of mishap with the launch. The technology itself does hold a lot of promise. So you, even though some of these things aren't really reported and they get washed under the rug, you do need to look at the technology because it is impressive in theory. We'll, we'll wait to see if they actually, you know, follow through on their merits. But it, it is interesting technology. They did have a, this one when the mainnet went live in October 22, um, they, I guess they, they signed a deal with Google Cloud. Okay. Ten of deal with Google Cloud. So I mean, if Google Cloud is working at Aptos, then there's must be some merit to the technology itself, right? Yeah, for sure. So l- let's move on to one of the things we always talk like to talk about when we do these truth abouts is the website. Mm. So you go onto the website, Aptos, and I have to say it's hot garbage. Yeah, it's pretty there trash. is not there is you can all the information that we have to do to find out to research for this episode, you have to find out from other articles on the Aptos website. And that was one of the main things that now we're tying into the failed launch. The website has no information. You can't learn anything about Aptos, why it's better than competition, who it's partner with. You have to look at third-party articles to learn anything about this blockchain. And when you look at you know, the, the ecosystem, there's nothing. I mean, it's new, but there's the only things on the website, there is Aptos names, which is Aptos domains, a one wallet, and then the Aptos Explorer, like yeah. Etherscan, but for Aptos. Yeah. Nothing, got, like it's early, I know, but... Nothing, no signs of development, no, here are the people that are working on it. It's just basically a shell of a landing page. And this thing is nearly in the top 50 cryptos. That's the thing. I know. That's a, it's, if this was a project that had maybe a $50 million market cap, we could say, okay, yes, like they're, they're built, still building things out. They have an interesting technology. They have some money behind them. But when you have a $5 billion fully diluted market cap, you should be on par. Like Quant has less of a market cap. Hedera has less of a market cap. You know, and these are fully operational projects that have beautiful websites, uh, a very clear direction. They're proving their transactions per second, et cetera. Mm. You know, but when you have something like this, this is why we become, you know, it's not that we're hating on the project. It's the fact that we're nitpicking areas that should definitely be improved if you're going to be receiving such a high valuation. Yeah, we ha- you know, what we, what we like to do with these truth abouts is look at the pros and the cons of every project. So, you know, we have to say the technology does look impressive, but we have to look at the website from an unbiased point of view and say, look, you compare this to all these other projects that we review and it just does not stack up, not even close. Mm. And then you talk about the launch. I mean, they put on a clinic on mm. how not to launch a crypto coin. The white paper and the tokenomics in terms of the vesting, it wasn't even released before they launched the coin. It was like released the day of. Yeah. <laughs> what a joke. I know, you can't be doing that. That's like, that. that has, I mean... 
if it wasn't backed by all these people and these names, like that has scam written all over it. Yeah, yeah. That's time. what that's what rug pulls do. Yeah. There's no information about tokenomics. The website's a one pager. You know, we know it's probably not a rug pull because it's backed by all these VCs and has these legit guys in it. But you never know. I'm not saying it's a rug pull, but they pulled a lot of scammy things with their launch that it's made a lot of people say, whoa, what is this? It's also they had an APT airdrop that wasn't available to all as the company closed the Discord at peak performance. I saw that. So they, they you know, that, that just highlights another inefficiency with this project. Um, I was also looking, you know, you talk about Mo at the beginning, um, who's one of the founders. You go to his LinkedIn profile. And he specializes in scaling products and experience in private equities in venture capital markets. So basically all what I'm learning from this is that he has a track record of working for venture, venture capitalists, figuring out the best way to, to fund their pockets. Yeah. Like that's how I see it personally. I mean, yeah. When you look at the founder, you look at the people behind the coin, you look at everything in the launch. It just, it, it reeks of a VC pumping up on the surface. Now, we could be wrong, and they could follow through in their technology and build this beautiful ecosystem for enterprise with future-proof contracts. However, they've done a lot of things wrong in a very short period of time, so it's just, it's got a lot of red flags for me. The team holds, so I, I, that we talked about the white paper and um, their tokenomics, et cetera, and, you know, 130 million of the 1 billion supply has been released, so it's 13%, very small. Mm. The Aptos Foundation, so 50% goes to the community, 80% of that is held by the Aptos Foundation. Their 20% is held by Aptos Lab. So 50% is right away is held by Aptos. Yep. Um, 16% goes to foundation, 90% to core contributors, 13% to early investors. So pretty much all the tokens go to all the, <laughs> everybody in Aptos. Yeah. They're subjected to a, uh, it's a four-year lockup, but they won't start receiving um, tokens until the 13th month after mainnet launch. So the mainnet launched in October, 2022 you will see uh, heavy token sell-offs uh, in October, November of 2023. This year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, think about all those big VCs. You know, they're going to be getting all these tokens. They're going to be dumping on retail. That's what they do. Yeah. That's what they're the best at. So, you know, maybe you could look at Aptos for a swing trade up until then. You know, if you think it, it has been moving a little bit lately in the bear market because it kind of got beaten down to the pits. But you have to think about, you know, just over 10% of tokens in circulation. There is a massive amount of dumping that's going to occur with Aptos. So if you're looking for a long-term investment, you know, I, I would probably look towards layer ones that are mostly fully in circulation, that don't have big VCs behind them, that don't have this massive risk of heavy dumping. Yeah, absolutely. I, know I'm, I mean, we talk about this all the time and we need to be critical of certain projects. You know, there's some people who may really be a fan of Aptos, but when we were dealing with 10,000 plus different altcoins that are in existence, why would we put money into a project that has to us so many different red flags. Yeah. I mean, you know, on the pro side, as we talked about, these founders are taking a technology that they built for production class enterprise level, billions of people scaling yeah. for Facebook. And they're kind of making the new blockchain based on that. And at the, on the surface, that seems like a great idea mm -hmm. and it could execute well. But with all the red flags and the failed launch and closing the discord down and the VCs and the, tokens in circulation for me it is it's it's an avoid for I'm, now I'm, yeah i'm keeping least. it on my watch list because i think the technology is potentially good mm -hmm. but there's way too many negatives for aptos so the truth about aptos for me is that i'm not touching it no hey we're curious to know what you guys think about aptos so let us know in the comments make sure you hit the like button 
and subscribe and then tune to the next episode. Because that one's going to be a banger. All views expressed by speakers on the Bean Pod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the Bean Pod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.